Ramble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to You Can Sit With Us. We are so happy that you are here. And uh, I'm Ariel, one of your hosts, and I'm joined by Becky. Hi. And Rachel. Hello. And today we... Uh, so Becky and I were in a cab the other day, and we were talking about um, movies. And I realized that Becky had never seen Dances with Wolves. Never. And I was never like, seen, never, never seen it. How do you know how sex works? <laughs> <laughs> and Errol, I'm um, obviously still a virgin. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, and so it got us talking about movies that had shaped us. Yeah. Um, specific, Miles is obsessed with the sexual awakening part of this. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse Sarah, me. Are you listening? You walked in. in and said you had, you had different sexual awakenings for films. Stop making me sound like a pervert. <laughs> Miles is obsessed. He's obsessed with it. Miles is in the corner like, yeah, talk about it. Come on, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Um, Wait, but so it dances with wolves with your sexual awakening, Ariel. Does he have sex with a wolf? Does he have sex like a wolf? Does he dance with the wolves? He does. Okay, so dances with wolves. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. It's Kevin Costner. It's right? Kevin Costner, and uh, it's it's a story about like the early um, colonization of of America, mm-hmm. right? And so he, uh, I, it's a really really long movie. Uh, he in a good way. In a really good way, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I mean, uh, like, I'm sure now it's it's like very problematic because he he finds himself in a uh, in like a tribe. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 oh dances boy. with wolves like we're and, entering uh-huh. shaky. Ground. Yes. And, uh-huh. he, and they like accept him as one of them. Uh-huh. And uh, he Uh-oh. falls in love with like the of daughter of the uh-huh. of the chief. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And is this uh, just Pocahontas? <laughs> yeah. That's like Disney's Pocahontas. Except he's like a nobody. You know, okay. he, I mean, he's he's like he's a he's like an infantryman <clears throat> or something like that. That um, wasn't that what John Smith was? In Maybe was John I thought John Smith, Smith was like a leader. Yeah, I thought he was like a leader. Uh, Anywho, we don't know. Um, and uh, and but but they like take him in. You know, okay. it wasn't like because he was like I. I was he know. lost? I have no idea. I can't remember now. I can't remember now. All I can think of. Okay, is, how old were you when you watched this movie? Probably. So I'm pretty sure. We, okay, we were talking about like being at your grandmother's house. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was at my grandmother's house, uh, and we were watching this movie. Um, 
you know, like everybody sitting in the same room together. Uh And there is this very drawn out sex scene where, you know, like the whole time they're all wearing, it's, it's like winter and they're wearing like furs and, you know, like period clothing and, uh, and all of the clothing comes off inside of this hot, you know, EP. Oh boy. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Oh god. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, there's like <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yep, yep, yep. Oh boy. Like furs uh-huh. on the uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and, But yeah, it it was uh it was it was pretty intense, like very close up um uh like videography. And camera work and what do you of like sweat happening to you as you watched. I recall looking around the room at my family <laughs> and uh-huh. being like, "Am I the only one seeing this?" <laughs> like, you guys see how? How long is this scene? <laughs> like, what is going on here? And then I do remember. Uh, looking it up later, being <gasps> like, like thinking about how good that scene was, and then finding it myself later. What Whoa. do you mean looking it up? I like mean, on the internet? There was no internet. no. There was no internet, internet at, at that point. We must have had it on VHS. Yeah, we must have had it on VHS. <clears throat> so She's rewinding. I, yeah, there must Go have back. been a, a rewind situation. But yeah, it was a yeah. That was definitely one of the first ones for me. I was, probably, that yeah, I was probably you. like 12, 13, something like okay. that. So was it only your sexual awakening or did it shape who you are today? <laughs> Based on what you've told me. I hope Ariel not. No. only likes to wear furs yeah. ahead of. Yes. No, I think it was really more of a sexual awakening than anything else. Oh, yeah. um, we were talking about right before this too. I had said Casper, uh-huh. but not as a joke. I don't think that's a joke. It is 100% not a joke. I think that's not a joke. Seeing Devin Sawa. Yes. To go from baby Casper, who has like (sighs) a baby voice, to like Uh this teenager. And I'm not It was not my sexual awakening, but I am right there with you. Right? It was hot as fuck. And I was young. And I remember being like, and he like whispers in her ear, Uh can I keep you? And I was like, (gasps) I was like, I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> Confirmed. Dang. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, I loved Did it. Did you not have like, a Devin Sawa thing? Because I had a big I, Devin Sawa I, thing. I was going to marry him. 100%. Yeah. Did you watch Idle Hands? No. Oh, that sounds sexy. Yeah, it's with him. And I want to say it's like Jessica. Was that later? Alba's. Yeah, it was when he was a teenager. Oh. It was like maybe Jessica Alba's first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was one of those like classic like. 90s or early aught. It had to have been 90s because um, he's like, <laughs> he's much older. Um, movies where like, it was one of those like stoner horror movies that was also like, had some little sexual moments, but he mm. was like a stoner and you know, idle hands. What do they say? Idle hands are more easily influenced or something like that. Oh, I but it's know. like an old saying, saying That's basically nice. if you're lazy, the the devil's going to get you. And uh, <laughs> so the devil got him and he had this hand mm-hmm. that would have a mind of its own. And it was what? evil. I wanted to kill people. That's so creepy. That sounds yeah. really um, intense. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it was great. It was loved great. it. Did that shape you? Not that movie in particular, because I think I was older when that movie came out. But when I think of like childhood movies... I watched Labyrinth like 
probably oh. a thousand times. Like whenever, um, like latchkey, the word, yes, the word yes, I yes, learned latch here. Latchkey kid. Latch yeah. kid, yeah. I called it TV babysitter, but TV babysitter was labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And like even when we had like actual babysitters, they were usually like kids in the neighborhood. Uh. We would watch labyrinth and they would like call my parents and be like, are you, are you okay with this? Are you sure this is... They're like, it's kind of scary. It's kind of weird. <laughs> and your like, parents were fine. like, it's fine. They're they like, it's it. fine. She's seen it a hundred times. Wait, is that <laughs> the one with David Bowie in it? <clears throat> it is. Mm-hmm. Dance. Magic dance. <laughs> Keith and I saw the puppets from Labyrinth <gasps> in Atlanta. We went to the puppet museum. He wow. sent me a picture of the, because I love the little um, worm. Said, the worm said, is Hello. freaky. I love it. You it's love so it. It's so cute. And he said they had the doors mm-hmm. where they make you pick in the riddle. Have you seen Labyrinth? Yeah. I I think I have because I like I remember the creepy feeling <laughs> of, the, of the movie. You so know, it but shaped you too. I have no idea what the story is. I just remember David Bowie. Yeah. And now that you're mentioning puppets, I could not have pulled puppets out of out of that. Mm-hmm. I do not oh, remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're that like there were Jim. Puppets. It's Jim Henson, right? Yeah. I think Jim Henson. The whole puppet museum no it wasn't there was like world puppets and then there was like jim henson puppets yeah but it's the girl from or the woman who's the woman in labyrinth she's like a famous actor now but she was a obviously a child actor at the time but she Mm -hmm. has a little brother and she gets mad at him and she's like oh i wish the goblin king would come take you away because you're a baby and you're ruining my life and then David Bowie's like, I hear you, girl. I'm coming. And he comes and he snatches that baby. And <gasps> then she has to go into the labyrinth to save the baby. Yeah. Is it like a baby baby? It's a baby baby. Cla- yeah. And I watched this scene with all these demons around this baby just sitting in the middle, <gasps> like actually just screaming. And I was like, that's actual child torture. That baby looks scared. And they're all like hopping around oh, all these oh puppet gosh. creations. I was looking at this behind the scenes. I was like, no, 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 we can't do that. That child looks really scared. Whoa. Yeah. I'm sure there's not like, well, did you ever hear the kids in, I think it was, uh, was it The Shining? Where they're the two little girls. Mm-hmm. They didn't know it was a scary movie when they filmed it. Oh. So, cause the kids weren't there for anything like scary. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I wonder like what that baby from Labyrinth, like what kind of like nightmares it has. But now. yeah, <laughs> the baby sitting there and all those creepy puppets dancing around and it's just screaming that baby's in <clears throat> distress for real. Yeah. Oh, I know. So Look, that baby made some money that day. Sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> his yeah. parents made some money. His parents made money. Cause I mean, for their actual what do babies need money <laughs> for? For all their baby shopping, getting little baby purses, little baby cars. <laughs> I wish the babies earned their own money for all their baby shopping. <laughs> They're just spending my money, spending mama's money, mama's money. <laughs> um, what about you, Rach? Formative sexual awakening movies, I, yeah. or just any, or just okay, regular like, too. formative but, yeah, movies. Yeah, definitely tell us your sexual well, awakening. If you I have, have that two. One. Really three moments, but two major moments. Um, One is very cliche and you would guess it. And the other one is maybe not cool, but I just, so. (laughs) Pause. It can't Um, be worse than Dances with Wolves. No, Titanic's gotta be one of them. Titanic's gotta be one of them. Hand, hand, hand. 
And here's the thing about Titanic. As I saw it in the movie theater with my mother Mm -hmm. and my little sister, who's a few Mm -hmm. years younger. And when that scene started, my mother sent my sister to buy candy and she didn't send me. And I was like, I am a woman now. (laughs) I am a grown up who's allowed to watch the sex scenes. Oh, it was incredible. That like earmarks for me womanhood. (laughs) Titanic. You're like, my mom thinks I'm old enough. My mom thinks I'm old enough. I cannot believe that my parents like covered my eyes. They were eye coverers until I was like 18. (laughs) I remember specifically seeing The Notebook with my mom Uh and Watchmen with my dad. They both did like a hand. And I think for Watchmen, it was like, I had to have been like 16 or 17. I was like, dad. Dad. Stop it. The other like doesn't count one and then I'll tell you the the one I got caught rewinding um is Romeo and Juliet <gasps> oh yes the Bob Lerman one the obviously. one the, the, the one with Claire Danes yes, and Leonardo DiCaprio of course yeah. I am Claire Danes like 100%. in my mind to this day I'm still Claire Danes yeah that yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio really got me also we had Paul Rudd we yeah. had John Leguizamo being like kind of sexy and that was strange <laughs> for everyone involved yeah <laughs> Though Titanic and Romeo and Juliet are like why I am a romantic person. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. It, it shaped me fully. This other movie did not shape me, but I got caught rewinding it. So we went to Blockbuster. We rented it. We watched it as a family. I think my eyes got covered or I was told to go away. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I came back and rewound to find <gasps> the part I was told to go away for. Oh, and that movie was Forrest Gump. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Forrest Gump. So they didn't want you to see the Jenny. Yeah. Jenny. 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 They didn't want me to see. Wow. And I got caught replaying it. My you mom, got caught? My mom was like, what are you doing? I was like, I just literally wanted to rewatch the running. I don't know what I, I wanted said. to watch the running. <laughs> she obviously knew what was going on and she like took it and put it away. I wasn't allowed to see it. That's why when I saw Titanic later and I got to stay, it was like, oh, wow. Wow. I am an adult. I feel it. like, okay, so now that you are a mom with two girls, if you caught them rewinding to I a would sex be scene, like, let's watch it. Yeah, like no, let's no, have no. a conversation what about this. Do you have? Also, are you too embarrassed to talk about that's okay you can watch it yeah like what's the you what's can the watch that like what's the yeah. like sex and having sex with people <clears throat> is something you're going to do mm-hmm. and it's not taboo right go yeah. ahead and watch it that is sexy like it's okay that you're yeah. feeling those feelings and it's okay if you don't want to talk to me about it yeah. that's fine that does feel <laughs> a little embarrassing doesn't it okay you can watch it like, give me a break. I feel like I would totally be an oversharer and I'd be like, let me tell you about my first. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you know, when they oh rewind boy. and they play, I'm going to be like, Rachel, let me babysit I'll, your girl. I'll invite Auntie Ariel over and she'll bring some Chardonnay and we'll really get into it. <laughs> All the deets. Uh, I'm coming for you, twins. Because, <laughs> like, maybe it's too embarrassing to talk to me, but. You guys can talk to Ariel. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can talk to Auntie Ariel. <laughs> Auntie Ariel. Because you know you. my boys are not going to want to talk to me about it. Yeah, uh, Your boys are just going to be like, can you wash my laundry, mom? And you'll be like, yeah, I got it. It's fine. I got it's you, okay. baby. It's I okay. Got you. I got you. Do you need more socks? Yeah. Oh, yes. Ariel. <laughs> no, that's what happens. I can't say. No. That's what the, happens. Not the socks. I, I, I mean. Don't bring socks into this. Or underwear. <laughs> Some of us are brothered. Some of us are Some brothered. Of us are brothered. Uh, Listen, I think if you're a mom of boys, that's just the natural progression of things. I feel like 
I feel like I just I've I have just <clears throat> accepted that like once the boys hit like puberty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, they're gonna smell so bad. They're gonna smell so yeah, of bad. Of course they are. Kids like reek. They're never gonna want to cut their hair. Well, <laughs> are so smelly. When I did that teaching internship with yeah. sixth graders, it's the most rancid oh, yeah, classroom. Yeah, yeah. I did sixth graders and eighth graders for history and English. Rancid. Uh, like you walked like, in and you were like, oh, like nauseous. Because like the hormones in their bodies are all new and they don't know how to process yeah. it. And also they're not that good about hygiene or deodorant. No, mm. and the eighth graders would use like axe and like sprays. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, what were your th- thoughts on Axe body spray when we were teenagers? <clears throat> oh my god, disgusting! I what? did not like it. You I didn't, don't like you, it. Okay, so so just like boy smell in general, did you boys think that who boys smelled, smelled like Axe for me is like a college association yeah. and is like ew, no, stay far away. Interesting. Yeah. If I did, you like it? You liked Axe? No, it's I didn't too. Love Axe. It's too much. I, I liked did Abercrombie Fierce. That mm. was like the scent of high school and college yeah. to me. I did like boys who smelled good. <clears throat> you know, I also liked girls who smelled good. Yeah, you know? I yeah. also like <laughs> well, boys who smelled good. good. Yeah. But like I most of the boys I've dated in my whole life just smell like Old Spice deodorant. Let's yeah, get real. Old Spice, yeah. yeah. And uh, smell is just very sexy to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. On, on girls and, and boys. And it's so nostalgic. Yeah. Like if I to this day, smell like a Victoria's Secret perfume. I'm like, eighth grade. Uh-huh. Hi, eighth grade. If I smell um, sweet pea from <gasps> Oh my God, yes. Um, or I think Stila had a sweet pea oh really? perfume for a little while. Yeah. And Fancy. you brought this up before, but Clinique Happy is like, Clinique Happy. Clinique takes Happy. me right back to high school. Um, and what was that one? There was one that came in like a, a, Gosh, I can't. I, I can see the bottle. <laughs> I can see the bottle right now. Uh, I don't even think that they make it anymore. I'll. I'm gonna look it up. You guys okay. keep talking about scent. I'm gonna find. <laughs> this talking one. about scent. Scent. <laughs> scent. Yeah, I just think kids smell bad. And- yeah, I think they do too. They need in general <laughs> more showers, more deodorant. Yeah, and probably less hormones. Yeah. I think, like when I was pregnant. Um, I didn't smell bad, but I was sweaty in places that I'm never sweaty. Like everything, there was just so much sweat. And I think it was all the extra like hormones. <sighs> Keith and I must have a lot of hormones racing <laughs> through our body at all times. Um, <laughs> we must be so hormonal because <laughs> we you're are sweaty. sweaty. Our future children like, have zero chance. I would wake up in the morning from just sleeping all night and my feet would be like actively sweating. I was oh, like, that's yeah. hormones. Um, and I just, maybe I also didn't smell good. I can't recall. I definitely Um, didn't smell good. But I think that's what happens to kids in puberty is the hormones are just racing through their bodies and they smell terrible. Okay. Talk about hormones racing through your body. Uh, so so I looked this up, uh, the other day. Well, not the other day, a couple of years ago. Um, (laughs) uh, because my research in 2018, because when I was, when I was breastfeeding both times, uh, I, could not wear enough deodorant. It oh. was so stinky. And guess oh. what? It's th- your your hormones actually make you more stinky so that your baby can smell you. <gasps> so that they can come find you like oh. in the night or whatever to uh-huh. eat. Oh, wow. so you're supposed to smell stronger. Uh-huh. That's not a nice smell. Not a nice smell. Mm. It's mm. just a body smell. Huh. Yeah. It does make you realize that like smell is natural. 
Yeah. And yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Your a sixth grade classroom is a rank place. Rank yeah. place. Like nasty. Teachers already do a lot, but to have yeah. to deal with that on I top know. of it. Well, like at the school I used to teach at the, all the fourth through sixth grade, sixth graders were on the fourth and fifth floors. It was a really tall building because it was in New York. And I would just skip those floors at all costs. I was like, I'm never going up there. Mm -hmm. It's smelly. People are crying. People are upset. No one, people are fighting for the first time ever. I was just like, I, I pretend that those floors don't exist. Yeah. Middle school is rough. I don't want to be there. Rough. (laughs) Um, Wes already uh, only wears like three t-shirts. He's very particular about the shirts that he wears. He wears one that says rocket science. He wears the one with the mouth, which is the Rolling Stones. Uh Um, And then he wears um, Spidey. You want a weird mom confession on smell? Yeah. Go for it. I really, really, really love the smell of the girl's morning breath. And I think that is just some weird animal (laughs) thing in with me. Like when they're laying in my arms and they yawn, I'm like... I do that with Alfred. Ah! I like his stinky mouth. I like his stinky little mouth. Not the kittens, though. The kitten smells like actual shit. But Alfred, his stinky breath is like, oh, yeah, their little stinky morning breath really gets me. And I just think no one else loves this on planet Earth but me. No one else will ever love you like this. I don't know. It just smells like warm and like st- I don't know it like just smells stinky. like them it smells a little stinky yeah I love so it though how strange well how you strange. know I, that's not strange that's, I, I like that that's I think like, it's cute there's there's <laughs> like an actual like people who have bad breath usually mm. it's something that's going on in their digestive system or something mm. like that you mm. know if it's not you know like in their teeth <clears throat> but um so that's probably a like uh, an evolutionary thing where mm. if you, you know, you like the smell of their breath mm-hmm. because they're healthy mm-hmm. and, you know, but then if the smell changed, I would be you like, would oh, know. what's going on with you guys? You'd be like, is something mm-hmm. wrong with your gut bacteria? Like what's, uh, oh, baby. what's going on here? Are you not flossing every night? <laughs> oh my God. Our pediatrician, our three-year <clears throat> appointment told me to floss the girl's teeth once a day, every day. And mm-hmm. I was like, Another thing. Us too. Another. And I, yeah. I have brush, a brush twice, floss once, even for Finn. And he only has four teeth. I was going to say, how many? Well, at least it's fast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I know, she told me this like a week ago. I haven't started yet. Uh, <sighs> uh, you can, you could get the girls to do it themselves. You get, get them a little pick. All right. I'll try that. Yeah. <laughs> they have like flavored picks. I, that's what I did for Wes. I was oh. like, okay, you do it, buddy. Cause he won't let me, he won't let me get in his mouth. He won't let you in there. He'll chomp at you. Yeah. How are you supposed to smell that stinky breath? Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I honestly you, don't That's think not I your thing. Ever <laughs> smell <the> stinky <laughs> breath. Oh man. Yeah. I also, I just, I don't think he lets me get that close to him first thing in the morning. Oh. He's a big kid now. Oh. I know. Yeah. No, Poppy needs me to like hold her for 20 minutes after she wakes up. Oh. Uh-uh. Same. Yeah. Same. I feel come that. Come over, Becky. Come I over. Feel I'll that. Hold you. Yeah, this morning, Keith and I were like, we're going to wake up at six. We're going to work out. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. We haven't seen and each other in like two weeks because we keep like overlapping. So it was the first like morning we got to be together. And I just snuggled in and was like, no, 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 no workout. And Alfred and Grandpa Barry came in and they're like, yeah. And you're like, no, it's cuddle like, time. No. Yeah. So I just slept like an extra 30 minutes. I was like, I'm staying here. Let me in. That, Let me in. Sounds, Let me in. that sounds way better and <clears throat> healthier. For your mental health than working out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though I did find this new. YB has, so she also has an Oculus and oh, we have okay. an Oculus uh-huh. and she does this workout called Supernatural. And you guys, it is so fun. I have never been so excited to work out in my life. Do I need an Oculus? Yeah. So it would be a very okay. expensive investment for you to both do because it's already like a subscription-based service. Oh my so God. I have I to buy it. the Oculus on top of it. I'd probably recommend just doing your normal workouts. But if you have an Oculus. I love that you think I have normal workouts, it's but go so ahead. good. It's like you can do boxing and you can also do this one called Flow. That's kind of like Beat Saber, but it's all ah. to like, there's like new music. I also did one that was like musicals. And even though two of the musicals were boring, they did end with Hairspray. So it was like, Hairspray is the best. Wait, so what were the boring musicals? It was, um, what's the Catherine McPhee one that she did? With the tap dancing mm-hmm. sailors. Mm-hmm. Hello, Dolly. Mm-hmm. It was Hello, Dolly. Mm. And then the one before that was just an old musical. It was like, like old, old. Like, huh. something. I don't, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't know. But they have like no, coaches that tell you what to do. And you like punch, punch, punch. And you do squats. And you're like punch, punch, punch. And were you sweating? Literally so profusely. I asked on my Instagram the other day. I was like, all right, if you use an Oculus or even if you don't, like how does your head not like I am like wet when I'm done working out. Like it looks like (laughs) I jumped in a pool and that could be any, even light going on the treadmill and just strutting around Mm -hmm. damp head. And everyone's like, you just need to like hit it with a cold blow dryer. I tried it once. It took me 45 minutes to dry dry your hair. And I don't have that much hair. I was like, I can never do that again. Then they were like, just rinse your head and you don't have to actually use soap. And so I did that. And then my hair was stuck to my head. Yeah. No, you have like, to do full showers. I just do full showers. I am like, yeah. I follow most like beauty and hair rules. But when they're like, you should really only wash your hair once a week. I'm like, <gasps> once it is a week? literally impossible. I have I to watch it, wash it every other day. I wash mine every other day. Yeah. I can't do I once can't a do, week. I yeah. can't do more than every like, other day. And, and if I go any longer than that, and usually I have to do dry shampoo, like in the mm-hmm. in-between times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and on the the other days, my hair looks bad. <gasps> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So it's fine today. Washed it this morning. I washed Tuesday it this morning will be too. a bad hair day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a hat day. A hundred percent. Yeah, it is a hat day. Yeah, easy. I've easy. been embracing uh, color more in my outfits. Um, excuse Ooh. me. Look down at your outfit. Mm, I, I was I was wearing <laughs> pink before I spilled something on it. But look at my nails. <gasps> yeah. Your nails like are nails. colorful, aren't they? Your uh, outfit is fully black and white. My and outfit blue. is fully black and white. You are so right. But if you had pink on this morning, that is a big exactly. Stack. I You're was typically a pink. black and white gal. I know. So I have been embracing color more mm-hmm. and just like Why trying. Is that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know what's what. Are you going through a fashion revolution? Maybe I am. Yeah, maybe I am. I think I just I I got bored. I know. Yeah. Sometimes this is so privileged to say, but sometimes I just look in my closet and I'm like, I don't love you anymore. I know. Okay, but is it like the first day before your period? Yes, always. <laughs> always. And then I'm like That's always oh, how I, I know my period's coming. <laughs> every month, right before my period, I'm like, I need to go on a diet. And then I get my period and I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm We're fine. fine. Yeah. We hate ourselves for just a second. And then our period starts and we understand what's going on. I it's always literally the worst. I always know when my period's about to start because I feel this like deep need to organize things. Oh. And like and like but like throw things away. 
you know, or like give things away, like like go through and like, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't Mm -hmm. need this. You know? And then a couple of days later, I'm like, I don't have the energy to do that. (laughs) You're in the middle of the project and you're like, oh no, that's over. Yeah. We're done. We're done with that. Yeah. I have that like the three days before my period because I have PMDD, which is like your PMS on steroids. So it's basically like all of the symptoms of PMS times like 30. Can I get like a notification for when Becky is about to be (laughs) Literally, right? (laughs) 100%. Do not text Becky. Do not text Becky. Do not. Do not ask her to do anything. Bring Becky a present. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Keith knows. He's like, "Uh uh-huh. It's it's coming. It's happening. <laughs> it's like you stay there, honey. Just lay. Just you just, just lay. Stay don't there. do anything. Yeah, I like. You're like. I, I don't like want any throw food. Throw a berry across the room. 100. percent It's all food. Sounds awful. There's nothing oh. that I want to eat, but I also want to eat everything. Mm-hmm. Every item of clothing mm-hmm. I hate and want to throw mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. I threaten to like burn the house down, which mm-hmm. I would never actually do. That's just yeah, an empty yeah, of threat. Course, of course. But I'm just like, <laughs> you thanks for clarifying. Yeah, when you get like annoyed, you're like so mad, and you're like, I hate everything. This is yeah. the worst. Mm-hmm. But it's only the three to four days before my period. Once my period starts, all that goes away, and it's just a normal period with like normal cramping. Mm-hmm. But wow. before that, I'm just like you're hella like, depressed, hella yeah. anxious. Yeah, hate mm-hmm. everything. I also hate everything. Like I look around, and I'm like, life has no, like life has no joy. And then really? my period starts. Yeah. I know. I know. Or you become very nihilistic. Like, I always feel like right before my period, I'm like, I'm going to throw all the recycling in the garbage can. Nothing matters. Nothing, like, nothing matters. matters. <laughs> I love like, that that's your nothing matters. Nothing matters. I'm going to throw all the recycling This in the doesn't matter. Can. Nothing. <laughs> Have you guys seen on TikTok um, the fact that, like, men's hormonal cycles are a 24-hour period, and so that's how, like, the workday was formed – but women's are a 26 to 28 day cycle, a month long. And that if women had shaped how, um, like, I don't know, capitalism functions Mm -hmm. Uh that we would have like days off in the middle and rest periods and high into like that really organizing thing, like high intensity periods Uh in like the luteal phase. And that we would have this sort of 28 day work cycle rather than every day, sort of the same kind of clip that ebbed and flowed with like our hormone cycles. And I was like, that would be so crazy because never heard that. There are days that I could work like 16 hours straight and I would be so productive, so organized, get it. And there are other days where I just need to lay in bed Uh and not move. And instead we just trudge through every day as if our hormone cycle was 24 hours like a man. Yeah. Wait, that is fascinating. Isn't it? I have never heard anything like that. I feel like that's one of those things that you read that really changes your perspective on things. And then all of a sudden Mm. you're like, oh, I understand why I have these like weird bad days and these weird like superwoman days. And like, mm. you're like, oh, it's not random. It's not that the sun was just shining extra bright. It's not <laughs> that I was just good this day and bad that day. Yeah. It's that like I am dealing with different chemicals in my body on those days, making me feel different things. Um, Should we play questions you're too afraid to ask your mom? Yes, let's do it, moms. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> moms and me. Moms and me. Well, these are questions you're too afraid to ask your mom. So you want to ask your cool older friend, Aunt yeah. Becky. Cool Aunt Becky will tell you. Aunt Becky. Aunt Be- Send your kids to Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky and Auntie Ariel. Yeah. How do I play off a fart in the middle of class? <laughs> it depends on if it's stinky or loud. Okay, let's go with stinky first. <laughs> oh, stinky <no>. first. <sighs> Whoever smelt it, dealt it. Wow. So you just stay silent? 100%. <laughs> 
Hundred percent. Is that not a agreed upon word? Ariel is here. I'm. I'm thinking it's silent, <laughs> so but stinky. Uh-huh. So then, what do you do? Nothing. You do nothing. I go into play into the humor. <laughs> Have play you into heard the humor. Those who do the rhyme did the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But if it's loud, okay. then then you could just be like, oh, "Sorry," you know, like no big deal. I go with the humor of it. I yeah, think if you I rip you like a really awful fart, like yeah. you just go like, "Oh, I'm literally dying inside." I'm so sorry. I just say I like have a rotting animal inside me, and I'm like, "I'm so sorry," <laughs> but it had to come out. It had to come out. I had to release the beast. <laughs> I taught the girls to say "excuse me" after they fart, and so now sometimes <laughs> in the evenings they'll be like "excuse me." Excuse me, excuse me. Like, oh, that was three, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's so excuse me. sweet. Blur, blur. Like, excuse me. Excuse me. Okay, that's clearly cute. I was not taught the correct way <laughs> to do this. Well, I because, think it was okay. Texas, girl. It was a different different place. To, to be fair, like, in middle school and high school, I would have rather died than own up to anything. And in fact, like once I remember farting from my friends and being like, I just made that noise with my foot on the floor. And they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, okay. You're I'm right. Sorry. That was like, oops, that was hard. me. But as an adult, like you just like, you just okay. don't have to it. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I, don't I know. mean, now I would, I'm imagining being in like class. Yeah. 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 In class. It's really hard to do that at 14. I get yeah. it. It's hard. Wait, Kids I'm, are mean. I'm not done with this conversation because oh. I, <laughs> oh, like I, I feel like I was not taught the right way. Like, Mm. To do that, you know, mm-hmm. if you had a super stinky fart, I would never own up to that. I just couldn't. Never. Mm. Well, well, maybe not never. Even the other day, the girls and I were like, huh. And I was like, does anyone have to go poop? And, you know, no, everyone's like, no. And they're playing. And then June mm. leaves and she comes back out and she goes, it was my smell. Oh. <laughs> I was like, did you poop? And she was like, yeah. And I was it like, was okay. It was my smell. It was my smell. She was delighted. That's so cute. That is so cute. She's like, I know my fart. <laughs> I know my poopy fart. She was like, I didn't know. We were all smelling my stinky smell, but now I know. Oh. And I also, I feel like, you know, Wes is already, he'll he'll be like, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> or like, he'll he'll joke about like making the noise with his mouth or making the noise with his bottom. Oh, his know? bottom. His bottom. I made that noise with my bottom. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, Wes also called his um, booty hole a toot hole he for did. a while. <laughs> toot hole. Toot hole. Toot hole. Toot hole. Auntie Ariel, Auntie mm-hmm. Becky. Yes. We're going to a restaurant before the dance that is too expensive for me. What do I do? Oh, that's really hard. hard. Really hard. Uh, As a grown up, uh-huh. you just say that's too expensive for me, bro. Like yeah. We have to go somewhere else. I'm on a tight budget right now. I, I can't. But the way this person says before the dance, mm-hmm. it seems like they're young. Yeah. Yeah. I would say what I did is I just wouldn't go. I would be like, oh, right. my mom said I can't go to dinner, but I can go to the dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sad. You get such FOMO. Yeah. I never really, I feel like I never like really thought about it that much at the time. I was just like, oh yeah, I don't have, you know, I was a kid. I don't have cash. I don't have cash. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like if you're not in control of the situation to change the restaurant, is there a way to eat at home beforehand and then just like get something tiny? 
Yeah, but then you could run into the terrible situation like, where everybody wants it. to split everything, yeah. which yep. Yep. as an adult, I'm very okay with. Mm-hmm. And like, 100%. also like love it and don't really even think, because like, again, since my parents don't drink, there were a lot of times we'd go out to dinner with other family friends mm-hmm. and they go, oh, let's just split it evenly. And so I never, my parents never said like, oh, well, I didn't get the wine or yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get whatever. It was always like, oh, no, we're, we're all going out. Right, so everybody splits everything. That's fine. But as a grown-up, you are That's in different. control of your disposable income yeah. or lack thereof and your finances. And I feel like you just have so much more social sway to be like, that place is really expensive. Could we go here? Yeah. If or you are a teen spot. in a group teen spot and someone's picked somewhere for before the dance, I yeah. feel like you don't have as much say to be yeah. like, can we go get pizza? Yeah. Just yeah. blame your parents. Yeah. Easy. That's yeah. good. Yeah. You're right. Easy. But, but call it out at the beginning. You yeah. Know, at least say to like a couple of people, like, this is too expensive for me. Uh, you know, or, you know, or, no, I mean, just saying, just like, saying oh, my, my parents, parents said I can't go. go. Yeah. I'll meet you at the dance. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then you don't really have to like explain anything and yeah your parents honestly probably won't mind that you're blaming them for that <laughs> yeah. they'll never know yeah and if there was one person that was kind of planning the whole thing you could also go to them and say this is a little bit too expensive can we do something else i yeah. know that feels embarrassing when you're little though yeah. i know yeah. it really does uh, i um, say lie 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 blame your parents <laughs> okay um, aunties, tips for changing at a sleepover or a locker room so no one can see your body. Hmm. Oh, stall. Yes. Uh, well, uh, like the bathroom stall. Good mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. I, I was a nudist as a child. Not really, but <gasps> I, I, there was, there were definitely times when I wanted to like shield uh, I feel like the two friends holding up a towel is a good one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That one usually works out pretty well. Uh, this is this is in, in a locker room or I mean, where? these room questions or are from younger yeah. women, it yeah. seems. I'd say go into the bathroom men. stall. Bathroom stall is always easy, easy. available bathroom to stall, you. Yeah. For sure. Or uh, wrap a towel mm-hmm. um, and then pants on first mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then... Because I do this, I, I'll do this at, you know, in like a spa or something like that where, you know, you just don't really want to have everything out there. And maybe uh, you don't. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I, I do. I did go to the Korean spa with my girlfriends once. And as an adult, it was like one of those things where you're like, oh, I haven't been naked in front of my friends before. Like, that's oh, yeah. just right. not something and we do all the time. I go, I went to the Korean spa a lot pre-pandemic. Yeah. Naked with a lot of other women. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it was, it was bodies on display. Right. Body All parade. different shapes and sizes. Yeah. yeah. Ages. Ages. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, I see the future. Gravity. <laughs> wow. I just Hello. also feel like I realized too, doing that, I was like, nobody's looking at you. Right. You everyone's know what I mean? Thinking like about I, themselves. everyone's yeah. thinking about yourself. So I was like, honestly like too self-conscious about my own body starting like in the k-spa to look at anyone else right and then one of my girlfriends who was her birthday who wanted to go got this massage and she had to run out and like rinse in between the Uh massage and Uh we just saw full everything and Uh it was like okay we did it we saw it it's It's fine but then you sit in your mugwort bath and you're like i can't really see under there yeah Yeah, you're just like oh this is fine this is normal these are bodies yeah bodies are bodies absolutely no one's thinking about you as much as you're thinking about you everybody's thinking about themselves yeah um but yeah i can understand how 
Yeah, but you when you're younger, to. it can feel really and you know, stressful. It's stressful. Yeah, it's stressful. Yeah, it's very stressful. Does it change in change in the bathroom change if you're bathroom. at a sleepover, and change in the bathroom stall at mm-hmm. pool? Because if you're in a locker room, there should be some closed stalls for like pooping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your pre gym poop. <sighs> All right, last one. Um, how do I pretend I did the reading when I didn't? First of all, do your homework. Mm-mm. Although there were definitely times. I'm I'm Mm-mm. quite a slow reader. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least I was when I was in like uh, middle school and high school. I probably still am. I just don't have to read as much, you know. Um, and so there were definitely times when I only did a little bit of the reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I got really good at speed reading. So kind of reading for uh, to pull out like. Like skimming. Yeah, kind of skimming. Um, especially if it's like a textbook or something like that, if it's a, you know, like a novel and you have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, if it was right now, I would go to cliff notes. Oh yeah. And just read what the synopsis was. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, I feel like, well, I did a lot of my reading because I did enjoy reading, Mm -hmm. but when it was a book that I didn't like, shout out to once in future King, the worst book ever written. What? Um, they just spent like four pages describing flags. And I was like, why would anyone write this novel? I've never heard of this book. It's like a King Arthur book. Okay. I've heard, I've heard of it. Parts of it are good and parts of it are like just the longest descriptions you've ever heard for flags and chairs and horses. <sighs> okay. um, I would rather have hot fairies yeah, 100%, making hot love. A hundred percent. I would just ask a friend. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would do. I would okay. ask like whoever's close to me and be like, hey, okay. what was this? What but did, here's what the was question. The Both of Help. all of that advice is for what you should be doing beforehand. You're sitting in class, you didn't do the reading, mm-hmm. you didn't do any of this. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Find a vague subject to discuss at mm-hmm. length. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the teacher will just true. be happy that you're talking. So if mm-hmm. you can hold on to the one grammar thing, like, in this reading passage yes. was really well done. Or if you like know <laughs> yeah. about like a theme or kind of know like yeah. Yeah. That's kind what of, I would say is lean into the one thing you know about it and then just try and talk as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Until they forget what because the that's, question was. That's what the teacher wants anyway. <laughs> or she don't just talk, wants a right? conversation. Or don't talk. You could hide. You could just hide. hope for the best. And honestly, if you get called out, just own up to it. And say, In college like, lit classes, we would go around the room and everyone would have to say... Like if they read it, I mean, they were small, uh, like there were eight people in this class. So like oh, we yeah. go around mm-hmm. and everyone have to talk. So you were too scared to never do the yeah. reading. I was, I was, Ooh. I, if, okay. So I don't know if I've told you guys that this before, but like I dreaded, uh, English classes. Really? Yeah. Oh. I hated doing like, I hated doing a lot of reading, mm-hmm. um, because reading makes me fall asleep. Um, yeah, me too. And mm. and I hated writing essays. Mm. Oh. There was just something about it that I never like my, my my essays. You know, I I got used to it, but but they were always very like I don't know. I never excelled at. Okay. I mm. loved science classes, math classes. Like you're a STEM girl. I was. Yeah. I was. A, I I liked the ones where I could like physically do something mm-hmm. to like have something happen in the class, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was, and I was always very quiet in 
class. English. Yeah, mm-hmm. in English. Because mm-hmm. I never knew what I never knew what to say. I could never pull themes out. Yeah. Or anything like that. Well, because you were a, you were a science baby. I was like, like the STEM. book was good. <sighs> it was a book. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was a book. There were words. See, I was polar opposite. We really? would have made the perfect person. Yeah. I could not <laughs> we still math. would. Math we still would. Couldn't do math or science to save my life, but mm-hmm. got to not take history and English in college because I did my mm-hmm. AP courses in it. Mm-hmm. So I was in like remedial math and AP history and English. Yeah. It was like, you could definitely see how my brain worked. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Everybody's brain works so differently. Yeah. Yeah. I I still dread like writing, you know, long things. Oh, I definitely couldn't do it now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could. I couldn't write a paper now. No, I was so good at it then, and now I'm just like, ew, no. Do you want to hop on the phone and have a conversation? Yeah, yeah, seriously. I'll tell you about it. I was never good at it. It was such a slog for me, such a slog. Did you have to do a college dissertation? Yeah, and I I waited sixty pages. Did you do that? No, I I went to a public school <laughs> in Illinois. I did not get my master's. <laughs> I didn't get my master's either. I had to do I, the longest paper I had to write was maybe like eight or nine pages for like my no, no, junior senior and senior dissertation. level class. What, why do you write a dissertation? For what purpose? It's like your final senior project in your major or majors. Mm-hmm. You write a dissertation that like is the culmination of what you've studied over those four years mm-hmm. and how you've applied it to X project. For me, it was a performance. It was a play, and I wrote a dissertation on the play that I performed. Did you both I said go to private colleges? Majors. We both went to private liberal okay. arts yeah. colleges. I was like, that's where it was. We I both think, have bachelors of arts. I think it's part arts. of the okay. like, liberal arts <laughs> yeah. situation both, where yeah. you we just went kind of very like, similar schools. Yeah, Small we did. liberal Small arts. Small liberal arts. Yeah. 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 So I had two majors, two minors. So I wrote two dissertations. Um, Holy moly. I know. I I went nuts for a second. Yeah. I only had, I majored in uh, anthropology and sociology. Yeah, and I minored sure in uh, studio art. <laughs> I put on the play Reckless by Craig Lucas. And um, my friend Megan Mashaiko directed it. And a bunch of people were in it. Um, and I was the lead role. And then I wrote a dissertation comparing Craig Lucas's Reckless to the writing of Alice in Wonderland. Wow. And that was sort of my thing. And so and what wrote, were your majors and minors? I did English and theater and then psychology and teacher education. Wow. I know. Well, English. Well, here's the thing. I ended up doing early childhood ed, but I was told at one point that I couldn't get a high school teaching degree with a major that was in not in a core subject because mm-hmm. I was doing theater. And I just freaked out that that wasn't going to be allowed to me. So I quickly added an English degree to it. Um, but uh, I didn't really want to do that. And then I ended up being early childhood anyway. But there was a point in like my education. Education can only be a minor because you have to have something you can teach. Uh-huh. There's a, one point where I was like, oh, I don't, I just don't want to be limited. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's huh. how I did it. And psych, I just really loved. Yeah. I like psych too. Yeah. Psych classes were for so fun for me. Funsies. So um, so fun. Like and I had a did- psych book of psych experiments for which I had to buy for a class and they, I had to read like 10 of them and there were maybe like 400 of them in here. I read the thing cover to cover. I wow. thought it was fascinating. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, all the things now. I mean, that was like 12 years ago or something. They're in there somewhere. They're in there somewhere, but they're behind like fairy smut, 
June and Poppy's preschool schedule, uh-huh. what we're having for dinner uh-huh. this week. Are there any good sales going on? So they're deep. They're deep. I hear that. Deep back there. <laughs> I hear That's that. Uh, and Becky, you did broadcast journalism. journalism. Yeah. So I was a double, double major freshman to junior year. But then since both required before and after school things, I had to pick senior year. So I just so dropped. did you pick? Theater. I just dropped okay. the broadcasting to a uh, completed minor. So I basically okay. just had like senior classes as, as I just had like better major. minor classes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I did summer school because it was also, you had to have like X amount of hours in the week to do things that I didn't have. Wow. That's intense. It was a lot of school. College is intense. College, College is, is intense. intense. I also love that you both did theater. I feel like yeah. everybody that is in like my inner circle Miles. right now did theater. Miles. Did theater. Miles. I theater would not, I could not be theater. caught dead. Not theater. She's like, not me. I was never one to be on stage. It act, I, I would actually have nightmares about it. Like, it just somebody making me memorize lines or something like that. Like I would have nightmares about getting up on a stage and, and, and I, and nobody ever told me the lines. Oh, oh yeah. That's a, that's I mean, a common one. that's a very straightforward nightmare. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. That does sound scary. Yeah. It, 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 but like, I was, I, I was never, I never put myself in that position, I think, because I was so, you're so scared. scared of that. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't a sense. terrible memorizer. Like I could memorize things in like science class, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but I could never memorize like poems or, uh, dialogue like that hard too. Cause yeah. you basically memorize two things. <laughs> yeah. Right. The yeah. line before and yeah. then yours. Yeah. Huh. I used to write them. I would write the whole play out. Yeah. That's how I memorized by writing like the physical act of writing would like burn it into my memory. So my senior play, I must've written that thing four or five times, the whole thing cover to finish. I'm, I'm curious, like what, what brings you joy when you're on stage? Like, what is it about theater that like, I'm, because I, I'm asking because Mm. I want to, I want to know what it is that, that like, gives you excitement when you're up there because all I get is fear, you know? <laughs> and just so, imagine the opposite. Instead of fear, you like it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what do you it's like? It's like a positive adrenaline rush. Yeah, totally. Oh. And I think what I like about it is owning the room, you really? know, like you get up on stage yeah. and you're playing a part and it's like the feeling of owning the attention of X amount of people, both the people you're on stage with and the people in the audience feels yeah. really powerful or exciting or good Mm -hmm. and tapping into someone else's life and emotions is super fun. Like sometimes I think when I did theater, I was even more like mentally, psychologically balanced because I was so balanced in my real life because I could act out the highs and lows of other people's stories Uh Mm -hmm. in a way that then played into making my own life feel so stable. Cause I was like, just, you know, sobbing over, whatever, or Mm -hmm. like, you know, I I don't know. It was like, it was so stabilizing for me. IRL. Interesting. You're sort of like leaving your own problems and, and just trying on other people's problems that don't actually affect your life, like, and their joys and their happiness or their crazy or their sexuality or their, or their, it's fun. And and when you're in that situation, 
uh, you're getting like immediate feedback too, whether you're doing well or, mm -hmm. uh, or not, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. so when you're doing well, you, you only get like, even you like get more high, you know, yeah. off of oh, like well, the excitement. I at least always felt like when I was really engaged in something that was challenging, I would get into like kind of a flow state or a mm -hmm. zone where yeah. like it was almost happening around me and with me rather than me controlling it. Yeah. You're not like consciously thinking about it. It's just sort of. You kind of like drop it. into it yeah, and then you're like just. Muscle memory. Yeah. Cause you've rehearsed it for months and months mm -hmm. and months and you've been playing around with it and you've done all the homework. So you just kind of drop into this thing and it's not like you're like, Oh, I wonder what my line is. It's just coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Interesting. I think what scares mm -hmm. me is what Keith does, which is improv. I, oh yeah. That really? is like, I'm like, Miles is laughing because he's like, it's easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> good Miles impression. I know. Great I Miles impression. Good, bro. <laughs> I'm really good at really capturing um, exactly how people sound. It's just pretty much. <laughs> Miles is like, here's advice. It'll go for Miles. Let's nail that. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> thank you. Thank improv you. I'm sure the 10-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a little yeah. too sassy yeah. for her? Oh, yeah. Smoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, smoked she drank whiskey this yeah. morning. Yeah, she had a little whiskey. Yeah, that like terrifies me. Like I'm good at like making jokes and being like off the cuff with like people, like in conversation. Yeah. But mm -hmm. to do it the way that like he does it is like next yeah. level. Where sometimes I just watch him and I'm like, how are you even doing that? Yeah. yeah. Like I when he makes up songs too. and stuff, I'm like, what? How, where is that coming from? Yeah. What part of your brain? It's, you know, it's learned just like anything else. It's also practice. It's Keith practice, is so practice, practice. practice. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's like almost never stopped. Never. Yeah. Never. Never. And, you know, you, stop, won't stop. when you start, you're usually not very good at it. You yeah, know? But I think that's what's different about Keith is he was. He, he like was. never did it. And then was just like, I'm going to try it. This sounds fun. And it's just it's good. good. So I mean, he's certainly gotten better, but he definitely yeah. like started good. Keith was just built for a captive audience. Yeah. So he, true. You yeah. know, I don't care what he's doing, singing, improvising, performing something he knows, cooking, whatever, yeah. doing a facial, whatever. He was just <laughs> built for a captive audience. Yeah. It's that I third child syndrome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember when we lived in Chicago, Ned it would take like improv classes, you know, and I, you guys have all been to the horrible just improv shows that mm -hmm. the late, late night ones that mm -hmm. are like the, the people are still learning. And um, I remember he took a uh, like a, a making up song class, you mm -hmm. know, like a, a class that, that actually taught you how to make up songs on on the fly. Keith was teaching it. <laughs> I, I wish. We did not know each other at the time. Um, <laughs> the other crazy thing about Keith laughing to toot his own horn, no classes. That bitch None. didn't take classes. No, he taught classes. Stop. Bitch never took he just a natural. He no. literally is. He like learned by doing and was like, yeah. That is so funny. Because I remember yeah. when, not like before Ned took this class and after Ned took this class, mm -hmm. complete change in like a lot of his a lot of his like on performance like, yeah, like performance yeah. work um, because he could make up songs now. He like knew how to do it because mm -hmm. there's, there's actually a formula to doing yeah, it. Of course you think of the last word mm -hmm. and then try to rhyme the like, so like as you're doing it, you're like, okay, I'm going to use this word uh, in, in like the second sentence. So mm -hmm. now I have to make up this sentence, like the, the, the first one and rhyme with that word. And then uh -huh. I can say whatever I want. And then that word, and it'll be great, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I was just like, my mind was blown. 
Like this is amazing. That's this is how, how Keith's it all brain works. works. That's just how Keith's brain works. I don't know where. Literally where all the time head. on set, I'll be like, Keith, sing us a song. And he just, he just does. does. 100%. Yeah. He just does without hesitation. He just starts singing and it has like melody and like uh, it's really good. Musically, mm-hmm. it's really good, but also there are lyrics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Incredible. He'll help me. We'll be singing in the car to just like something silly. And there's this two story McDonald's that got built like near <laughs> us. Uh-huh. And so we sing the song about two story McDonald's. And I always, I can never remember the lines. Mm-hmm. And he'll, he'll slowly be like, too much McDonald's. Donald's for just one story. <laughs> I, I always sing too much story for just one McDonald's. <laughs> I like it both ways. Yeah. I like the rendition. The yeah. remix. The remix. Yeah. But he'll just so sing good. all the time. Yeah. Ariel, I think you need to take an improv class. I think it sounds like you like it. But from what I'm hearing, you, it sounds like you forgot you like the beginning of that conversation where I am... So, so scared to like, but maybe that's why you should do it is because you conquering your fear will gift you so much. Yeah. You know, I've thought about it before. I really do. I have. I've thought about taking an improv class because I've thought that it would like improve my confidence in front of other people. Yeah. Um, it's a good life skill. It's it, it is a good life skill. You'll I, learn I feel to like say yes more. I will <laughs> learn to say you know yes just, and yes just and. living with Ned and and the boys. <laughs> honestly, like that has taught me to say yes more. And that actually like that's one of the things that I take in life is just Ooh. like say yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and so but I feel like that I feel like the moment has passed. Never, no, never, no. no. All right. Comment down below if you think Ariel should sign up for an improv class. Everyone okay. vote. <laughs> I will take everyone an improv votes. class <laughs> if you do it with me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Excellent. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah, Let's I'm do in. it. Yes. yes. And. Yes. And. We, we when should we go? Back. Uh, we're we're, we're going to go to IO. Nope. IO's gone. IO's we're going to go to <laughs> improv. Nope. That's the same thing. Uh, we're going to go to what's the place called? Second City still exists, I think. Yeah, let's not tell them where we're going. We're not going to we'll, tell you we'll where just we're go. going. Um, yes, we'll, and we'll go to Keith and Ned's we'll school. Of yeah, improv. Keith, Ned, and Miles. Uh, and Miles, of, yeah. Of improv. <laughs> Easy. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us this week and sitting with us. We're so happy that you do. And tell us what movie was your sexual awakening. Mm, Miles yeah. really wants to know. Miles really, Miles really wants, wants to know. know. Sarah Miles really Miles wants to know. Miles is real curious, ladies. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> get me canceled. <laughs> I think we found Miles's. Uh, He's so embarrassed. You guys tagline for the tagline. episode or the title. What's your sexual oh, yeah, awakening? What's your sexual Miles awakening? wants to know. <laughs> what was your sexual awakening, ladies? Ladies, <laughs> women. <laughs> nothing cute. Nothing cute. <laughs> Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, liking, commenting, reviewing, washing your hands, wearing your masks, getting vaccinated and boosted, being nice to people, peeing after sex. Um, She's so good at that. Was there any other She's ones so that we forgot? This. Those are the major ones. Tip your servers and oh, your Uber yeah, drivers baby. and Just your Postmates be kind, people. Work hard. Yeah, work hard, play hard, baby. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.